in the meditation, I'm going to give a little bit of guidance just generally. How many people are either new or rusty in terms of basic mindfulness instructions? Is there anyone who could use basic mindfulness instructions? You can raise your hand. Okay. Looks like, looks like probably one. So I'll, I'll be brief on those. And then I'll give some guidance also related to the theme that I'll be exploring in the talk, which will be uh, actually continuing, but in a, in a very practical way with looking into how we practice with uh, dukkha and reactivity. I'll be continuing from what we have done for the last sessions that I was here. So first of all, helpful to find a posture in which you can be both alert and relaxed for the next 40 minutes or so. And of course, it's fine if there's some kind of um, discomfort that may be not good for your body to shift, you know, to uh, stand up for a while and so forth. And then it's helpful to take just a little bit of time, could be the next minute or so, to set your intention in general for why you practice. Remind yourself of why you practice. And then have a specific intention for our session now. So connecting with the, the deeper intention. And then you might connect to the intention now, it might be that you're a little tired and you say, I'm going to give myself a little slack, but just keep coming back. Or maybe you're pretty fresh and you feel good and I'm going to really try to be full. And if that thought that's recurrent comes up, I'm going to try to see it soon and not get so hooked into it, whatever it is. So take about a minute now to connect with your deeper intention and then an intention for the specific, the specific intent, for the specific uh, session right now. Our foundational instructions in cultivating mindfulness generally have two dimensions, two aspects. The first is settling, being less distracted, gaining more stability of mind. And the second is on the basis of that stability, looking carefully at what is happening moment to moment. That's our foundational practice. To develop uh, the first, more stability, we typically focus on one area of experience. For many people, it's the breath, but for some people, the breath doesn't work well. And so we may focus, if we're not using the breath, we may focus on some aspect of bodily awareness. Could be the hands touching or 
the feet on the floor or the whole body. Could be sound, just being with sound. If we're working with the breath, focusing on the breath, we try to be with the breath where the breath is easiest to follow. For some people, that's the belly. For some people, it's helped by actually keeping the hand on the belly so that can tune in to the sensations. Or it could be the area of the heart with the um, lungs expanding and contracting. Could be the area of the nostrils, the air coming in through the nostrils and going out. Sometimes we feel it on the upper lip. The idea is to have a focus area, we sometimes call it an anchor, where we keep the attention, we keep it at the level of sensation, either body sensations or hearing or the breath. And when the mind wanders, we notice that and we simply come back. And we do that typically till we have a certain level of stability. If we're very distracted, we might do that settling practice the whole time, which would be fine. When we're somewhat settled, then we go to the second phase, which is to open up our awareness first to our anchor, and then, if something else takes our attention to whatever that is, and we bring attention there, here is where we can sometimes use mental labeling. I'm with the breath. I notice a planning thought. When I notice it, it stops. And I might make the mental note planning and just come back to my, my breath. Sometimes something else becomes predominant and it lasts for a while. Maybe I'm sitting and there are, there's a car uh, idling rather loudly. I can hear it outside where I am. And I, uh, the sound takes my attention. And I stay with the sound and have that be, as it were, the new anchor, as long as it's predominant. Maybe the car goes off after two minutes and then I go back to the breath or whatever else my anchor is. Same thing if there are body sensations that take your attention or emotions and thoughts. If, you're, if there's some, maybe some challenging interaction took place uh, yesterday and I start thinking about it and I can feel maybe some irritation, then I would make that the new focus area and stay with it. Notice what it's like in the body. Notice the emotional energy. I could kind of shift, almost like changing channels. Stay with one for 15, 20 seconds and move to another channel. And then notice what the thoughts are. When it's no longer predominant or I'm not sure what's predominant, I always go back to my original anchor. So we'll stay now with... Uh, doing our settling practice, or the first phase. And if you um, feel fairly settled, you can go to the second one. And I'll bring in maybe in about uh, eight or 10 minutes, I'll bring in some further uh, brief instructions related to the theme we'll be exploring later.
As we continue to sit quietly, I want to give some brief instructions uh, connected with our continued exploration of what I'm calling reactivity, the grasping after the pleasant in some compulsive or habitual way, or the pushing away of what we don't like, what's unpleasant, again, typically in some compulsive or habitual way. Usually the pushing away of the unpleasant is easier to see. This could take the form of being judgmental or blaming, um, could be having a particular story or narrative about ourselves or someone else, uh, could be not liking the sensations in the body and tensing or reacting in some way. And as we'll see in the, the more detailed exploration in the talk, it's the reactivity, the sort of the habitual or compulsive nature that's the issue. We may able also to be skillfully to um, respond to a situation where something happened, maybe that was unfair or unethical. We can skillfully respond to that, but we can also be very, very reactive towards that, even if there's something important to attend to. Same thing with, I can, I can be very reactive at the level of the body, even if it's important for me to maybe uh, shift my posture because I'm feeling uncomfortable. So we'll get into those complexities, but mostly just track for moments of reactivity of different kinds at the level of thought, at the level of the body, level of emotions, pushing away what we don't like, and then grasping after the pleasant. Could be a pleasant idea, pleasant body sensation. So the invitation is simply when those occur to notice that they're happening and just bring mindfulness to the situation, explore what it's like. When it's no longer there, we can come back to being with the anchor. And just to say, the reactivity may not occur very much. Otherwise, we can just stay with our practice. We don't, we don't have to go uh, looking for it too much. Just notice if it arises.
So as we continue to sit quietly together, one further brief instruction, one that I've given sometimes in the past, that also helps us to <clears throat> explore reactivity, and this is to look out for any moments in which there's a moderate or greater sense of the experience being pleasant or the experience being unpleasant while having that experience be in the workable range. So if it's unpleasant, not the most intense, but something that's typically moderate or a little bit more pleasant or unpleasant. And if that occurs, explore what it's like to experience the pleasant or the unpleasant. It may not occur much, but if it does occur, bring your mindfulness to explore the experience of the pleasant or unpleasant. And we can particularly remember the teaching that says that when we're not aware and mindful, there can be tendencies to go from the pleasant to wanting and grasping after it. There can be tendencies to go from the unpleasant to not wanting and pushing away. Again, could be at the level of the mind and thoughts, could be at the level of the body or emotions. So I can have a, a thought, again, of something maybe I didn't like that happened yesterday. If you can, try to stay, catch it as soon as you can and just stay with that sense of it being unpleasant. Maybe there's an emotion that's there, maybe some irritation. And just stay with that. Notice the unpleasant quality. Watch any tendencies for that to go to grasping or pushing away, which are the two forms of reactivity. So let's do that in the remaining time of the quiet uh, part of the session. And again, may not happen much, but if it does, um, bring the awareness to it.
We'll now move to our group practice, which we do at the end of the silent period. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.